This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. And as always, we're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Be sure to follow me on both LinkedIn and Twitter and stay up to breath with, stay current by subscribing to our YouTube channel. So I want to speak to you about why one should diversify their portfolio. Oftentimes, people call me up and they say, oh, I've got an X amount of money. It could be a lot of money. And I mean, a lot of money, like seven digits. It can be in the high hundreds of thousands. They say, you know what? What do I need you for? I'm just going to put all my money in the S&P 500. And that's, that's that. Well, the fact of the matter is, it might be a good idea, but there's a good chance it's not such a great idea. Um, why is that? Well, because there are big benefits to diversifying one's portfolio. Um, what is, first of all, diversification? Well, I'm going to read it off the net, okay? So if I lose eye contact with you, I apologize. Diversification is the practice of spreading your investments around so that your exposure to any one type of asset is limited. This practice is designed to help reduce volatility of your portfolio over time. One of the keys to successful investing is learning how to balance your comfort level with the risk against your time horizon. Invest your retirement nest egg too conservatively at a young age, and you run the risk of growth rate of your investments won't keep pace with inflation. Conversely, if you invest too aggressively when you're older, you could leave your savings exposed to market volatility, which could erode the value of your assets in an age when you have fewer opportunities to recoup your losses. What's that mean in English, okay? It means, A, if you're too conservative when you're young, you're going to be leaving a lot of money on the table and you won't have the secure financial retirement that you sort of dream of. Conversely, if you're way too aggressive when you're older and some kind of big event happens and you take a big, big hit, you might end up not having enough money uh, to make it until uh, 120 years old, right? And that's a big problem. So one way to balance risk and reward in your investment portfolio is to diversify your assets. This strategy has many complex iterations, but it, at its root is the simple idea of spreading your portfolio across several asset classes. Diversification can help mitigate the risk and volatility in your portfolio, potentially reducing the number of severity uh, and severity of stomach churning ups and downs. Remember, diversification does not ensure a profit or guarantee against losses. So what it does is, let's say it evens out or it spreads out or it you know, if investing is like this, right? It's like the kitty roller coaster instead of, you know, the Six Flags roller coaster. Um, but why is that important? Especially um, if you're older, because you don't want to be on the Six Flags roller coaster when you're on that little down, that big, big, big down, because you might need money and you're going to have to sell and things, um, the markets are not so great. Um, and then you could be up the creek, literally up the creek. Now, I want to share with you Going back to the S&P 500 person, right? People who always say we should just invest in the S&P 500. I want to share something with you. What is this? This is really fascinating. I love this 
chart. It's about asset class returns. If you look across, we've got years, I don't know, even this year, I don't know what year to date is, but sometime in 2021, right? 15 years of data. Versus, and you've got real estate and emerging markets, and you've got bonds and high yield bonds and large cap stocks and small cap stocks. And what you see here is that it's all over the board, right? Where people say, oh, the S&P 500, that's the best thing. Well, you know what? The S&P 500 is not in 15 years, right? Has, has been the top performer once in 2019. Okay, it's had a couple second places. Recently, it's had a couple of third places, right? But it's all over the place. In fact, if you add up sort of the top performers, what are you going to find? You see like REITs, right? They have the best, you know, sometimes they'll be the top performer every year, real estate. Occasionally you have small caps up there, right? So what do you see that, that you know, it's, it's, it's like a ladder, right? What's at the bottom sometimes goes to the middle and it goes to the top, which the top falls down. There's no asset which constantly is the best performing asset um, forever. It just doesn't work that way over them, right? I think emerging markets are a classic example. If you look all the way down, forget about cash for a second. Cash is a loser investment, unless you need to have money put aside for something. But certainly for long-term investors, you don't want to have money in cash. Um, you know, if we if you look at the bottom, uh, the the purple, right? Emerging markets has two, four, five, five last pace finishers, right? Far outdoing everybody else. But they also have three first places and a couple of uh, three second places. So you see emerging markets are much more volatile, right? Um, can have really, really terrible years followed up by, and it's usually followed up if you look at it, right? It's really like a yo-yo, right? Bad year, good year. Bad year, good year. Um, just a lot more volatile. Um, so what's the point of this chart? I think the point of the chart is that you really should diversify because there's no way to know what the best performing asset is. But I would say, you know, personally, if I lived in a vacuum, I'd probably, you know, put my money into maybe small cap and, and mid cap stocks. Because um, for 30 years, 30 or 40 years, I think that might be the best performing asset. There's research here, there's research there. The point is, we don't know. But you can, and since we don't know, right, if you sort of cover your bases, you're probably going to be better off. A, because you're going to lower the volatility, right, that up and down thing that we spoke about. And number two, over time, you'll help minimize risk and um, to a certain extent, um, maximize reward, which is ultimately what you want to do. Obviously, past performance is no indication of future results. Had to get that in there. Regulators, I'm just kidding. Regulators are very, very nice people. Um, anyway, so that's why you really want to diversify. That chart says it all, right? Returns are all over the place of asset classes. And as such, you want to make sure um, that you're sort of covering all of your bases. You've been tuning into The Aaron Kotzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman, where we speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Be sure to follow me on both LinkedIn and Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's been a pleasure speaking to you, and we will be back with you soon.